If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. There is a survey out that claims that men actually spend more time picturing their future wedding than women do. They found that 8% in this study, men are 8% more likely than women to think about what their wedding would look like when they're dating someone. And a few more results from that same survey. About 7 out of 10 married people say they had a picture of their wedding in their head before they met their significant other. Uh, Like the things they imagined are the location, their dress or suit, the food and drink, photos, and who they're going to invite. And the uh, most common words that people use to describe wedding planning Exciting, memorable, and stressful. Yeah, how about that? I don't know how they conducted this survey or how many men they talked to or what they even asked them. It doesn't really go into detail, but... Is that something you dreamed of as a child, Jeff? What your life would look like? What your bride would look like in that wonderful day when you promised yourself to her until death you do part? It is not. (laughs) And I have to tell you, that has never come up as a topic of conversation yeah. amongst any of my guy friends. We had that one guy. Remember Adam was oh, his yeah. name. Him and his, he like planned the entire. The groomzilla. He was a total groomzilla. He planted all his own flowers. Yeah. He grew his own flowers yeah. for his own wedding just in case the florist messed it up. That's kind of cool though. I mean, I've never seen anyone take it more serious than him. Yeah. Oh, and she did not seem to be. Phased at all. <laughs> I would have she was just letting him way. do it. Yeah, she was go, just baby, like, I'm go. just going to stand. All right, honey, uh, out of just let me know here. where to just, show up and right. what to wear. Yeah. Uh, does your dog ever give you those sad puppy eyes? Oh yeah. Just make you want to take him for a long walk or feed him a big steak daily. Well, that's not an accident. A new study out of Duquesne University in Pittsburgh found that the sad puppy look is a result of tens of thousands of years of evolution. Researchers believe that when dogs were domesticated about 33,000 years ago, a lot of them started figuring out that when they made a certain face, it helped them get what they wanted from humans. They're no dummies. So the muscles in their faces evolved to make it easier for them to make that facial expression to the point where it's now pretty widespread. Ancient dogs did not have those muscles and wolves don't either. Some dogs, too, just naturally yeah, I have a more of a, like a Cocker Spaniel, like my Merle. He just naturally has those eyes. So do 
Like a lot of hounds yeah. just have them. Steve yeah. does, right? Steve's Steve got does. the yeah, yeah, the eyes. I think about Dachshunds seem to have it. What are the ones with the really short legs and the really long ears? Basset hounds? Yes. Oh, they. Oh, like Flash from the Dukes of Hazzard. You know who doesn't have those eyes? Labradoodles. (laughs) You are not a fan (laughs) of the Labradoodle. see their freaking eyes. You are just not a fan of that breed, are you? I'm (laughs) not. The researchers say you don't typically see much muscle differences in species that are closely related, which means that dogs evolve those muscles for a reason, and that reason is to manipulate mm-hmm. you. And it works <laughs> almost every single time. Sure does. Uh, let's see, another survey, another one of those silly surveys. This one was done on vegetables, another vegetable survey. Uh, I think we talked about the one last week that found that America's favorite vegetable is broccoli. Uh, it wasn't even close, and all the broccoli haters out there were extremely shocked uh but this adds to the controversy because another new survey just came out where corn and potatoes tied for first and broccoli is actually way down in eighth place for this one people could pick out more than one vegetable they liked and 91 percent said they love corn and potatoes compared to 85 percent who enjoy broccoli so there you go corn potatoes carrots are the top three that makes more sense to me than broccoli. Yeah, followed by tomatoes. Tomatoes a fruit. Onions, green and beans. Corn is a starch. Let's get picky. Cucumbers. <laughs> uh, but here is the question that your inner six-year-old is waiting for. The new survey also asked people which veggies they hate the most, and the ten most hated vegetables are turnips. Love them. Beets. Love them. Oh, I can't eat beets. I like turnips and beets. I feel like sometimes they taste like... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. Dirt to me or something. Like, they're not cleaned enough. Mm. I don't know. It's weird because I eat almost all of the other vegetables, turnips, parsley. What about radishes? You like radishes? Yeah, I can throw down on radish. Mm -hmm. I like Uh, it with ranch, but I can do it straight mm -hmm. up. Get you some gosha beets. You might change your mind. Brussels sprouts, artichokes. Yeah. Oh, I love artichokes, too. Eggplant, Mm -hmm. butternut squash, zucchini, mushrooms, and asparagus. Uh, The survey also found that 72% of us wish we ate more veggies, and uh, 67% of us feel guilty about it. Yeah. I can try Mm -hmm. to force it down, some of those, like the Brussels sprouts, but I just, no matter how hard I try or no matter what I try to doctor it with, I just cannot seem to fall in love with Brussels sprouts unless it's a boca. If they're fried. Yeah, right. And, you know, fat. Caramelized like crazy. Uh, Let's see. There's a new bikini on sale that is designed to look like two hands are holding and covering your boobs. (laughs) And those hands are connected with a sheer material. So unless someone gets pretty close, all they would see are the hands. 
For what it's worth, the designer made the bikini hands to look like women's hands with red-painted nails, which I suppose is probably a better look than fake man hands. For sure. But if you if you want this bikini, it's going to cost you. It is available for $326, which for How that much? price, $326. It's not even I that could great. Make that. It's, that's dumb looking. Yeah. Oh, they could have made that so much cuter. This, yeah, they're not good hands. No. no. Those t-shirts that they make with the fake abs are way better than this. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, for that money, you could probably hire someone with actual good-looking hands to follow you around at the beach and (laughs) hold you all day. Uh, What else do we have here this morning? All right, how about this? Before you get married, you get a lot of advice about the wedding, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to ignore most of it because that's just human nature. We want to do it how we want to do it. But maybe this can be your guide of what you should actually listen to. They ask people what wedding advice. These are married people. What wedding advice they got that they wish they had followed. Top 10 answers on the board. I'm going to start with number one, to just relax and enjoy the day. It's so true. That's what I always said to people. After my wedding, I'm like, make sure you take a moment to just stand there and just look at the room because it's probably the only time in your life that all of your friends and family are going to be in the same room with all of his That's friends so and true. family. It's like these are the this is your world in this room right now. Everybody that means anything to you is in this room, and it probably won't be this way again until you die, until your funeral. And then they might. Then some of them may have fallen away by then, right? right. But you know, take that moment and just take it all in, and try to take more than a moment because forty three percent of the respondents said that was their number one number piece of one. advice that they wished. They had followed, and I know there's a lot going on, and you're trying to, you know, look like a rock star and all this, but really try to just kind of live in that moment and enjoy it and take it all in. Uh, and number two, take more pictures. Mm-hmm. Take more pictures. And allow other people to take pictures, because you know what? They might get something that is just adorable or precious that maybe the professional hired photographer for whatever reason didn't get right this goes back and forth though because i know a lot of people that want like their guests to enjoy the moment like that first thing you were saying like just enjoy the moment just be here with all of us you don't have to. but you gotta let other people enjoy their moment their way yeah i think uh don't tell other people how to enjoy the moment stick to your budget 30% 30% said stick to your budget. That's hard. Uh, pay more attention to the little details. Plan for the unexpected. Allow for the unexpected. You know what I'm so glad I did? Is I had a wedding planner. I didn't bring her in until the last month. But because I wanted her on that day in case something unexpected happened. I didn't want to have to deal with it. Oh, like you I wanted, wanted her to be like, go put down your phone. If or, there's a fi- if there's a fire that needs to be put out, I don't even want to know there's a fire. Please, what, like if a family member's in a fight or something with someone, or well, if you're having any issues with the vendors at all, if there's an issue with the cake, if there's an issue with the food, if there's oh, an see. issue with the photographer, the Just videographer, let them it. yeah, let them be the one that's managing because there was. There were issues between my band and the DJ because the band, their equipment was a little too loud. And, oh. I, you know, I don't want to have to deal with that. Police mm-hmm. that. Right. So she that managed ha- yeah. everything 
there the day of. I mean, you can get a wedding planner just for the day. At the Even the last couple of weeks, she came in and took care of everything. So we could just... A friend of mine had, um, like, the caterer brought the wrong food to the wedding. Ugh. And they were setting it up or whatever. And I remember my girlfriend going out and yelling at the caterer in her bridal gown in front of everyone. <laughs> She's like, this is not right. Yeah, see, you I know, didn't want to deal with that. We didn't order hot dogs or whatever it was they brought. And I'm right? like, oh, man, like everybody was watching her. So that's mm-hmm. probably a really great idea. What else do we have here this morning? Uh, let's see. Woman in England named Siobhan recently asked her coworkers for a birthday cake with Mariah Carey on it. Oh. Huh. Interesting. But apparently the bakery misheard the request. They made a cake with a picture of Marie Curie on it instead. It's a little different. <laughs> so now a picture of the cake is going viral and has gotten so big that Mariah Carey even tweeted about it and wished Siobhan a happy birthday. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> You open it. Who's this old lady? <laughs> well, it. that's nice. <laughs> How did they even know who it was? I wouldn't have even known who she was. Yeah. This is a pretty good window into what people in other countries think of our glorious American eating habits. Domino's in Japan came out with a New Yorker pizza, they call it. And it is an extra large 16-inch pizza with over two pounds of cheese on top. That's more than double, probably around triple the amount of cheese that we would have on a a normal 16-inch pizza. And it's possible that Domino's Japan can get away with using that much cheese because pizza costs way more over there than it does here. They're selling this pizza for $30. Thirty dollars for one large Domino's pizza, a version with a normal amount of cheese, still goes for twenty three dollars in Japan. I had me some good old Chicago style pizza in Chicago over the weekend. Oh yeah, where'd you so, go? Where'd you get? Did Giordano's just because it was closest to where we were? Okay. So you know, thought of it. Wanted, would have loved to hit Lou Malnati's, but it was just yeah. a little too far. I like. So this. yeah, but we had Giordano's and it was awesome. How do you even decide is I think that you did it correctly. Like in Chicago, it's like, which one is the closest to me? Yeah. Cause you, you have, have to Lou go to a crystal, yeah. you have Geo's, you have Giordano's, you have Uno's. Is yeah. They're wrong? all there. Is it wrong to prefer my Chicago style pizza cold the next day? Because it basically no. is just eating a block of cheese. Yeah. yeah no, it's it pretty awesome. much is. <laughs> Not at all. Just solidifies. I don't think any pizza cold it's the next crazy. day is bad. Yeah. But I, I mean, it, it, looking at it, when you cut it and you look at it, because we had it with sausage and pepperoni, and there's like, it looks just, it's a complete layer of sausage and a complete <laughs> layer of pepperoni oh, yeah. with all that cheese. It's really pretty when you look at it from the side when yeah. it's cold, because you can see every single layer. It's like you've cut into the earth, you know, and you see the grass and the dirt and then you get to the core. Mm. It's a beautiful experience. I haven't I had deep dish in years. It was wonderful. I think I'm due. And it's like we have an Uno's right here. We have no excuse. I think the this last time I had it was when I took the mega bus to Chicago four or five years ago. It was so wonderful. That's all. I'm a I'm an awful person. I have an idea. <laughs> if that's what makes you an awful time. person, then you're all right. I'm missing out. Uh, there are so many. I mean, pizza to me is so many different 
foods. It should be its own food group. I've always said that. Chicago style is one type of pizza. Mm -hmm. You know, and then like there's you can get that thin pepperoni from Donato's and then you can get that, you know, the four or eight corner deep dish square pizza from Jets. Mm -hmm. It's just all completely different to me. I was just telling you guys off the air that Taglio's, which I guess is original location, you said was in Hyde Park or it's uh, Tusculum, right Columbia, on, right on Park yeah. Road. So they just opened Monday in the new Lachaise space, and a friend of mine, Jen, that works at Broadway uh, across America, was telling me like you have to try their hot honey and pepperoni pizza. Evidently, it's supposed to be unreal. Hmm. So they open at 11 if you guys want to get in on this delivery order. And then there's pies and pints. We should try it out. It's supposed to be Detroit style, right? Well, they have multiple kind, but they have Detroit. You have to ask for it. But yeah, you can get it Detroit style. Yeah. If you want to. And then I could take you to a place in Boston that has the thinnest, drippiest, ooziest, milkiest cheese you've ever had in your life. Really? Yeah. And it's completely different than anything you've ever had. Well, today was going to be the day to get back on the wagon. (laughs) (laughs) But instead. (laughs) There is a survey out that claims that men actually spend more time picturing their future wedding than women do. They found that 8% in this study, men are 8% more likely than women to think about what their wedding would look like when they're dating someone. And a few more results from that same survey, about 7 out of 10 married people say they had a picture of their wedding in their head before they met their significant other. Uh, Like the things they imagined are the location, their dress or suit, the food and drink, photos, and who they're going to invite. And the uh, most common words that people use to describe wedding planning, exciting, memorable, and stressful. Yeah. How about that? I don't know how they conducted this survey or how many men they talked to or what they even asked them. It doesn't really go into detail, but... Is that something you dreamed of as a child, Chef? What your life would look like? What your bride would look like in that wonderful day when you promised yourself to her until death you do part? It is not. (laughs) And I have to tell you, that has never come up as a topic of conversation amongst any of my guy friends. We had that one guy. Remember Adam was his name? Him and his, he like planned the entire. Groomzilla. He was a total groomzilla. He planted all his own flowers. He grew his own flowers for his own wedding just in case the florist messed it up. That's kind of cool though. I mean, I've never seen anyone take it more serious than him. Yeah. Oh, and she did not seem to be. (laughs) Phased at all. I would have she was just letting him way. do it. Yeah, she yeah, was just like, I'm go. just going to stand. All right, honey, uh, out of just let me know here. where to just, show up and right. what to wear. Yep. Yeah. Uh, does your dog ever give you those sad puppy eyes? Oh, yeah. That just make you want to take him for a long walk or feed him a big steak? Daily. Well, that's not an accident. A new study out of Duquesne University in Pittsburgh found that the sad puppy look is a result of tens of thousands of years of evolution. Researchers believe that when dogs were domesticated about 33,000 years ago, a lot of them started figuring out that when they made a certain face, it helped them get what they wanted from humans. They're no dummies. So the muscles in their faces evolved to make it easier for them to make that facial expression to the point where it's now pretty widespread. 
ancient dogs did not have those muscles, and wolves oh. don't either. Some dogs, too, just naturally have a more of a, like a cocker spaniel, like my Merle. He just naturally has those eyes. So do, like, a lot of hounds yeah. just have them. Steve yeah. does, right? Steve's Steve got does. The, yeah, yeah, the eyes. I think about dachshunds seem to have it. What are the ones with the really short legs and the really long ears? Basset hounds? Yes. Oh, they. Oh, like Flash from the Dukes of Hazzard? You know who doesn't have those eyes? Labradoodles. (laughs) You are not a fan (laughs) of the Labradoodle. You cannot see their freaking eyes. You are just not a fan of that breed, are you? I'm (laughs) not. The researchers say you don't typically see much muscle differences in species that are closely related, which means that dogs evolve those muscles for a reason, and that reason is to manipulate Mm -hmm. you. And it works (laughs) almost every single time. Sure does. Uh, Let's see. Another survey, another one of those silly surveys. This one was done on vegetables, another vegetable survey. Uh, I think we talked about the one last week that found that America's favorite vegetable is broccoli. Uh, It wasn't even close, and all the broccoli haters out there were extremely shocked. Uh, But this adds to the controversy because another new survey just came out where corn and potatoes tied for first, and broccoli is actually way down in eighth place. For this one, people could pick out more than one vegetable they liked, And 91% said they love corn and potatoes compared to 85% who enjoy broccoli. So there you go. Corn, potatoes, carrots are the top three. That makes more sense to me than broccoli. Yeah, followed by tomatoes. Tomatoes are fruit. Onions, green beans. corn is a starch. Let's get picky. Cucumbers. Uh, But here is the question that your inner six-year-old is waiting for. The new survey also asked people which veggies they hate the most. And the 10 most hated vegetables are turnips. Love them. Beets. Love them. Oh, I can't eat beets. I like turnips and beets. I feel like sometimes they taste like dirt to me or something. Like they're not cleaned enough. Mm. I don't know. It's weird because I eat almost all of the other vegetables, turnips, parsley. What about radishes? You like radishes? Yeah, I can throw down on radish. I like it with ranch, but I can do it straight Mm -hmm. up. Get you some gosha beets. You might change your mind. Brussels sprouts, artichokes. Yeah. Oh, I love artichokes, too. Eggplant, Mm -hmm. butternut squash, zucchini, mushrooms, and asparagus. Uh, The survey also found that 72% of us wish we ate more veggies, and uh, 67% of us feel guilty about it. Yeah. I can try Mm -hmm. to force it down, some of those, like the Brussels sprouts, but I just, no matter how hard I try or no matter what i try to doctor with i just cannot seem to fall in love with brussels sprouts unless it's a boca if they're fried yeah right and you know fat caramelized like crazy uh let's see there's a new bikini on sale that is designed to look like two hands are holding and covering your boobs (laughs) and those hands are connected with a sheer material so unless someone gets pretty close all they would see are the hands for what it's worth, the designer made the bikini hands to look like women's hands with red painted nails, which I suppose is probably a better look than fake man hands. For sure. But if you if you want this bikini, it's going to cost you. It is available for $326, 
Which for How that much? price, three hundred twenty-six dollars. It's not even I that could great. Make that. It's that's dumb looking. Yeah. Oh, they could have made that so much cuter. Yeah, this, they're not good hands. No. no. Those t-shirts that they make with the fake abs are way better than this. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, for that money, you could probably hire someone with actual good-looking hands to follow you around at the beach and <laughs> hold you all day. Uh, what else do we have here this morning? All right, how about this? Before you get married, you get a lot of advice about the wedding, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to ignore most of it because that's just human nature. We want to do it how we want to do it. But maybe this can be your guide of what you should actually listen to. They ask people what wedding advice. These are married people. What wedding advice they got that they wish they had followed. Top 10 answers on the board. I'm going to start with number one, to just relax and enjoy the day. It's so true. That's what I always said to people after my wedding. I'm like, make sure you take a moment to just stand there and just look at the room because it's probably the only time in your life that all of your friends and family are going to be in the same room with all of his That's friends so and true. family. It's like these are the this is your world in this room right now. Everybody that means anything to you is in this room and it probably won't be this way again until you die. Until your funeral. And then they might then some of them may have fallen away by then, right? right. But you know, take that moment and just take it all in. And try to take more than a moment because 43% of the respondents said that was their number one number piece of one. advice that they wished they had followed, and I know there's a lot going on, and you're trying to, you know, look like a rock star and all this, but really try to just kind of live in that moment and enjoy it and take it all in. Uh, and number two, take more pictures. Mm-hmm. Take more pictures. And allow other people to take pictures, because you know what? They might get something that is just adorable or precious that maybe the professional hired photographer for whatever reason didn't get. Right. This goes back and forth though, because I know a lot of people that want like their guests to enjoy the moment. Like that first thing you were saying, like just enjoy the moment. Just be here with all of us. You don't have to, but you got to let other people enjoy their moment their way. Yeah. I think, uh, don't tell other people how to enjoy the moment. Stick to your budget. 30% 30% said stick to your budget. That's hard. Uh, pay more attention to the little details. Plan for the unexpected. Allow for the unexpected. You know what I'm so glad I did? Is I had a wedding planner. I didn't bring her in until the last month. But because I wanted her on that day in case something unexpected happened. I didn't want to have to deal with it. Oh, like you wanted wanted her to be like, go put down your phone. If there's a a fire that needs to be put out, I don't even want to know there's a fire. Please. Like if a family member's in a fight or something with someone or. Well, if you're having any issues with the vendors at all, if there's an issue with the cake, if there's an issue with the food, if there's an issue with the photographer, the videographer. Yeah. Let them be the one that's managing because there was. There were issues between my band and the DJ because the band, their equipment was a little too loud. And, you know, I don't want to have to deal with that. Police Mm -hmm. that. Right. So she managed everything there the day of. I mean, you can get a wedding planner just for the day. Even the last couple of weeks, she came in and took care of everything. So we could just. A friend of mine had um, like the caterer brought the wrong food to the wedding. Oh, 
and they were setting it up or whatever. And I remember my girlfriend going out and yelling at the caterer in her bridal gown in front of everyone. <laughs> She's like, this is not right. Yeah, see, you I know, didn't want to deal with that. We didn't order hot dogs or whatever it was they brought. And I'm right? like, oh, man, like everybody was watching her. So that's mm-hmm. probably a really great idea. What else do we have here this morning? Uh, let's see. Woman in England named Siobhan recently asked her co-workers for a birthday cake with Mariah Carey on it. Oh. Huh. Interesting. But apparently the bakery misheard the request. They made a cake with a picture of Marie Curie on it instead. It's a little different. <laughs> so now a picture of the cake is going viral and it's gotten so big that Mariah Carey even tweeted about it and wished Siobhan a happy birthday. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> You open it. Who's this old lady? <laughs> well, it. that's nice. <laughs> How did they even know who it was? I wouldn't have even known who she was. Yeah. This is a pretty good window into what people in other countries think of our glorious American eating habits. Domino's in Japan came out with a New Yorker pizza, they call it. And it is an extra large 16-inch pizza with over two pounds of cheese on top. That's more than double, probably around triple the amount of cheese that we would have on a a normal 16-inch pizza. And it's possible that Domino's Japan can get away with using that much cheese because pizza costs way more over there than it does here. They're selling this pizza for $30. Thirty dollars for one large Domino's pizza, a version with a normal amount of cheese, still goes for twenty three dollars in Japan. I had me some good old Chicago style pizza in Chicago over the weekend. Oh yeah, where'd so you go? Where'd you get? I did Giordano's just because it was closest to where we were. Okay, so you know, thought of it. Would have loved to hit Lou Malnati's, but it was just yeah. a little too far. I like so those. yeah, but we had Giordano's and it was awesome. How do you even decide? Is I think that you did it correctly. Like in Chicago, it's like which one is the closest to me? Yeah, because you, you have had to go to a crystal. Yeah, you have Geos, you have Giordanos, you have Unos. Is yeah, they're wrong? all there. Is it wrong to prefer my Chicago style pizza cold the next day because it basically no. is just eating a block of cheese? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it awesome. pretty much is. <laughs> Not at all. Solidifies. I don't think any pizza cold it's the next crazy. day is bad. Yeah. But I, I mean, it, it, looking at it, when you cut it and you look at it, because we had it with sausage and pepperoni, and there's like, it looks just, it's a complete layer of sausage and a complete <laughs> layer of pepperoni oh, yeah. with all that cheese. It's really pretty when you look at it from the side when yeah. it's cold, because you can see every single layer. It's like you've cut into the earth, you know, and you see the grass and the dirt and then you get to the core. Mm. It's a beautiful experience. I haven't had deep dish in years. It was wonderful. I think I'm due. And it's like we have an Uno's right here. We have no excuse. I think the last time I had it was when I took the mega bus to Chicago four or five years ago. It was so wonderful. That's all. I'm a I'm an awful person. I haven't had deep (laughs) dish. If that's what makes you an awful person, then you're all right. I'm missing out. <laughs> uh, there are so many. I mean, pizza to me is so many different foods. It should be its own food group. I've always said that. Chicago style is one type of pizza, mm-hmm. you know, and then like there's a, you can get that thin pepperoni from Donato's and then you can get that, yes. you know, the four or eight corner 
deep dish square pizza from Jets. It's mm-hmm. just all completely different to me. I was just telling you guys off the air that Taglio's, which I guess is original location, you said was in Hyde Park or it's uh, Columbia, Tusculum, right Columbia. On, right on Park, yeah. yeah. So they just opened Monday in the new Lachey's space. And a friend of mine, Jen, that works at Broadway uh, across America, was telling me, like, you have to try their hot honey and pepperoni pizza. Evidently, it's supposed to be unreal. Hmm. So they open at 11 if you guys want to get in on this delivery order. And then there's pies and pints. Oh. We should try it out. Yep. It's supposed to be Detroit style, right? Well, Tim? they have multiple kind, but they have Detroit. You have to ask for it, but yeah. You can get it's it Detroit good. style. Yeah. If you want to. And then I could take you to a place in Boston that has the thinnest, drippiest, ooziest, milkiest cheese you've ever had in your life. Really? Yeah. And it's completely different than anything you've ever had. Well, today was going to be the day to get back on the wagon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but instead. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. This is 22 Hours, an American Nightmare. What is your emergency? Hey, uh, I think it's a house fire. It is being called a major crime scene as homicide investigators examine a house. To do what he did to four people, including a 10-year-old boy, is just beyond words. Darren Wint is convicted in the D.C. Mansion murders trial. I'm Megan Cloherty from WTOP in Washington, D.C. and Podcast One, a new true crime podcast. 22 Hours, an American Nightmare. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts today.